The Virtue of Delayed Gratification by Mark Manson. Question. What do Christianity, Islam, Judaism, Buddhism, Confucianism, Hinduism, Shintoism, and just about any other ism that survived for more than a few Kool-Aid chugging parties have in common? No, it's not that they feature old guys dressed up in robes. And no, it's not that they all rip off each other's myths and verses. And no, it's not that they spent thousands of years slaughtering each other in the name of some ethereal deity. It's this. They each promote delayed gratification as one of the highest human virtues. Yes, at some point, each culture discovers in their own way that eating, drinking, conquering, and fucking anything and everything at a moment's notice can kind of backfire. They also discover at some point that saving their resources and not spontaneously killing each other in the vainglorious blood orgy you know, that whole resist temptation thing, can pay off nicely in the long run. You could therefore say that delayed gratification is kind of the foundation of civilization itself. It's the call to sacrifice a little satisfaction today to greatly increase our quality of life tomorrow. So in order to help you all increase your quality of life tomorrow, and, you know, do your part for civilization, I've taken the liberty of writing this article on exactly what delayed gratification is, and included a few rules to help you delay your own gratification and live a more fulfilling existence. Also, there are marshmallows. Delaying today for a better tomorrow. Delayed gratification works because the benefits compound. When you save food, you aren't just guaranteeing that you have food for a few months, you are protecting yourself from people dying from famine and drought. You are freeing up people's time to pursue more useful things than scrounging up food all the time. This leads to further innovations that makes life even better. The same is true in other areas. We go through the pain of constructing roads or buildings or investing in businesses with the understanding that over the long run, they will produce far more value than we put into them. We spend years getting educated with the understanding that picking up knowledge while we're young will pay dividends throughout our lives. Our entire system of money and trade hinges on the concept of delayed gratification, as we assume that people will make prudent decisions now that will pay profits in the future. So if delayed gratification is so great, if it's the bedrock of civilization, and, as I will argue, integral to pretty much every good outcome in life, why is it so fucking hard to practice? Delayed gratification today for a better future is so central to so many of our cultural and religious institutions precisely because it's so hard. We need the constant reminders, not to mention the occasional kick in the ass, in order to overcome our instinctive laziness. And just like the cultural systems keep us in check, you can create systems in your own life to practice a little more delayed gratification from time to time. Because delayed gratification didn't just duct tape human civilization together, it's arguably one of the most important traits for achieving health and success in any individual's life. Therefore, on, it's on each of us to learn and practice delayed gratification as much as possible. So, are you ready to get your act together for the good of humanity? What is delayed gratification? Imagine you're four years old. On a plate in front of you is the greatest treasure of all treasures, a white fluffy marshmallow. You're told you can have that marshmallow when you feel like it, but there's a catch. If you can wait a few minutes, you get two marshmallows. Two, two fluff balls of glory. What do you do? Do you wait or do you say fuck it and YOLO and gobble that shit down with four-year-old glee? The above is a simplified version of one of the most famous psychological experiments ever conducted. 
what's now simply known as the Marshmallow Study. Hundreds of preschoolers were put to the test in this study. The goal of the experiment was to measure their ability to delay gratification. Years later, after the children had grown up, the researchers then went back to see how they were doing in the adult world. What they found was stunning. The children who were able to resist temptation were doing better in life by almost any metric. They went to better schools, got better grades, had better relationships, made more money, they were happier and healthier. Delayed gratification is when you skip the cake because you promised yourself to only have dessert once a week. Delayed gratification is when you stop splurging on kitchenware so you can save up for your dream house. It's when you deny having just that one cigarette now so you can stay on course to quitting and salvage your lungs. Delayed gratification is being able to trade your present happiness for a greater amount of future happiness. Two marshmallows instead of one. And if you're anything like the rest of humanity, you're probably terrible at it. We live in a world with soaring consumer debt, rising rates of drug addiction, worsening mental health, and worrying obesity levels, all outcomes associated with failures of delayed gratification. So the question is, how do we develop delayed gratification? How can we get better at it? Because if you're like me, you've tried the whole willpower thing. And let me tell you, it sucks. So there's got to be a better way. It's not about self-control. The inability to delay gratification is most commonly thought of as self-control problem, and unfortunately, we tend to morally judge self-control problems. You can't resist the temptation of that chocolate cake? Interesting, people think. You must suck at life. Though self-control certainly plays a part in delaying gratification, using it to completely explain why people can't stop themselves from face-planting in chocolate fun time, it's both misguided and unhelpful. Thankfully, we have dozens of studies from torturing children with offers of marshmallows to help us understand what can help us delay gratification more effectively. For example, researchers found that if they broke the children's trust, i.e. they promised something and then didn't follow through, the kids were far less likely to wait for the second marshmallow. This makes sense. It's only rational to delay gratification if and only if you believe you will receive that long-term reward. When you're unsure of getting the results you're holding out for, it can be rational to not wait and instead indulge. In these cases, immediate gratification isn't so much a failure of willpower, it can also be a calculated choice, habituated over years and years of shitty lying adults. If you lived in a country with 500% inflation, would you save for your nest egg or go for a tequila fountain instead? If you lived in a downtrodden neighborhood with drug peddlers threatening you at every corner, would it be easier or harder to say no to a free hit? Having self-control helps, but in these situations where your environment threatens you and causes you to feel insecure or uncertain, most of us go YOLO. But there are other factors that fuck with delayed gratification too. Emotions, as you might expect, can do a number on our ability to resist temptation. Research shows that when in emotional distress, our desire to feel better overrides our decision-making resulting in immediate gratification and engaging in dumb shit, like calling your ex-girlfriend at 3 a.m. or buying a Maserati on credit. This is why I have long argued that developing strong discipline is less a question of willpower and more about developing the ability to manage our own emotions. Believing the ability to delay gratification is all about self-control is misguided. It ignores the powerful roles of situational context and emotions, which are often more responsible for our choice. But worse, ascribing the failure to delay gratification to self-control is unhelpful. It leads us to point the finger and blame the individual for their apparent failure. 
you have poor self-control. You are at fault. You are bad. Most people will internalize this narrative. Then they will come to believe that they are somehow inherently deficient and fucked up and, oh, what's the point? A much better way to frame the issue is to look at the failure to delay gratification as resulting from an interplay of different factors. Self-control is one, but also the context, what situation the individual is in, how they're feeling at the moment, what is their relationship with the action or people around them, what's their history of issues, etc. Empathy, as usual, can go a long way. How to delay gratification. While we are not always at fault for succumbing to immediate gratification, we are still responsible for our actions. Luckily, there are some simple rules we can implement to do better at delaying gratification and save humanity from certain marshmallowy doom. Rule one, out of sight, out of mind. There's an old saying, out of sight, out of mind, and it's true. Marshmallow research shows that covering the treat helps children resist the temptation of eating it. With some creativity, this lesson can be applied to many of the vices you struggle with in your own life. On a diet, don't buy junk, period. If someone else is in your house, buys junk, ask them to put it somewhere you can't see it. The easiest way to resist temptation is to simply not be tempted in the first place. Rule number two, remind yourself of what you're giving up. I smoked cigarettes for much of my teens and early 20s. Like most smokers, I grew to hate it. But like most smokers, I tried to quit dozens of times with no success. Eventually, I made a list of everything smoking was costing me in my life. Everything from my health, to financial costs, to the social stigma, to the time wasted, to the embarrassment of being around friends and family, and so on. Then, each time I lit another cigarette, I would quietly remind myself of all the things I was giving up. Along with a few other strategies, it worked, and I quit smoking for good in 2008. When we crave immediate gratification, we tend to only consider the benefits of the immediate action. But if we stop and remind ourselves of the costs, it can quickly affect how we feel at that moment. Highlighting the losses associated with choosing immediate over delayed gratification can work. Rule number three, have realistic time-bound goals. As I mentioned earlier, trust is necessary to delay gratification. We have to believe the bank is going to hold our money. We need to believe the government's not going to fuck us over. For this reason, when motivating yourself to delay gratification for a future outcome, it's important to be realistic about that future outcome. Sure, it's nice to imagine being a billionaire, but how about you start by focusing on getting a raise? Being realistic about what you can achieve will help you get there. If you want to lose weight, set a time-bound and realistic goal. Don't say you'll fit into those jeans one day or sign up to that gym when you've got time. That's bullshit and will get you nowhere. You won't trust it, and because you don't trust it, you won't do anything. How much weight do you want to lose? How many months will that take? How will you go about losing that weight? When will you go to the gym? Write that shit down and then stick to it. This is just basic goal-setting hygiene, but it will work wonders for strengthening your motivation and help you delay gratification. When you're committed to a realistic time-bound goal, it becomes that much easier to not gobble down that leftover cake, which you will have hidden behind a mountain of bananas in the fridge. Rule number four, learn to work with your emotions, not against them. If people who succumb to their emotions tend to indulge in the moment, then it makes sense that developing the ability to identify and manage our emotions will help prevent that indulgence. I've written at length about this elsewhere. Check out this article. It's a link to the article, if self-discipline self feels difficult, then you're doing it wrong. Check it out on the website. Rule number five, hang out with good people. 
If you want to get better at delaying gratification, surround yourself with people who delay gratification. Put yourself in a community where this is the expected behavior, where delaying gratification is common practice. Join a weight loss group. Become an AA member. Seek out fellow marshmallow denouncers. Social cues can be a powerful tool when it comes to delaying gratification. Two separate studies have found that children delay gratification better when they're engaged in ritualistic behavior that primes them to see delayed gratifications as what everyone else is doing and when witnessing somebody doing similar behaviors. Obviously, these five rules are a starting point, and they're not a cure-all. They will not magically fix all of your problems and make all the right decisions for you. But they are fundamental principles to delaying gratification consistently, and they should help you approach the problems in your life with better strategies. Sure, you're going to fail a bunch of times, but that's to be expected, so don't feel bad about it. Here, have a marshmallow. Or two.